This is Lloyd Minster's show. This is local that matters to you. Local people. Local events. Local news and sports. For Lloyd Minster and area, this is Live with Kurt Price from the new Lloyd Minster Nissan. Hey, welcome inside the new Lloyd Minster Nissan on uh, what is a gorgeous Saturday. A great day to come take a uh, brand new or pre-owned vehicle for a test drive today as I watch a green Frontier uh, come in. Um, that's uh, the red Frontier that I am driving right now in the background uh, here today. I used to have a nice green one like the one that just went by. Had it for about a week before the guys here uh, sold it. So we are moving vehicles. We have plenty of inventory, so make sure you stop down uh, today. And there's a lot going on today. And it's nice to see such nice weather because we have so many outdoor events happening today. Uh, Spiro's Block Party is going on today. And, of course, New Lloyd Mr. Nissan is proud to be a sponsor of the hay rides that are happening there. There's also Latier. There's S'mores. Uh, the Diner has uh, some fry bread going on. Lots of fun stuff happening. I've seen the mini uh, donuts truck out when I was on my way to work this morning. So a lot of stuff happening at Spiro's today. Out at Bud Miller Park, you've got the men's shelter holding their coldest night of the year tonight, and that runs from 5 to 8 o'clock. So it's obviously not the coldest night of the year, but it's awesome that it has warmed up for them to go out. And this is the biggest fundraiser of the year for the men's shelter put on by the Eloy Mr. Social Action Coalition Society. I think I got that uh, right. Plus, we have the Cutter Rally today. The Cutter Rally is going on today in support of Cancer Research and the Lloyd Mr. Regional Health Foundation. Uh, I will be your MC tonight for supper, and uh, along with Heather Clegus, and I look forward to that. It was the last event I think I MC'd before we kind of got shut everything down uh, back in 2020. I guess it would have been early 2020. So I'm really looking forward to this. It's always a great supper, always great people, and... Uh, some good laughs and things like that. So look forward to that tonight at the 18th annual Cutter Rally for Cancer. Something else is happening too. Oh, B. Fisher. B. Fisher has their auction going on uh, today as well. And it ends tonight at 8 o'clock. So if you've got your eye on an item with the B. Fisher Foundation, www.bfisher.com. And you can uh, bid right up until 8 o'clock uh, tonight. Big show today. Huge show today. We have got uh, Becca Lawrence in. She is the Community Outreach Manager of the uh, Lloyd Mistern District SPCA and Chelsea Green, who is the President of the SPCA Board. And we're going to be talking about their new building. And uh, when they contacted me and said they had a new building, I was unaware that they had a new building. So I don't know if you are aware or not, but uh, we're going to tell you all about that today, including some sponsorship opportunities as well. So huge show today. So we're, we're really excited to have the SBCA in today. And then tomorrow, uh, we will have a show as well. Now, New Lloyd, Mr. Nissan will not be open tomorrow, but we will be bringing you a broadcast tomorrow. And I'm going to try not to uh, really, really say these uh, last names poorly, but I'm going to try. Uh, we will have Vlad Merian, uh, Teros Yerom, and Eeyore Floyd in uh, tomorrow. Uh, to talk to us about what is happening in their country. Uh, these are uh, three Ukrainian men who are working here in Lloydminster. I believe all three of them work in the oil field. I've known Eeyore for quite a few years. When he first moved to, uh, uh, to Canada, he lived with my brother for a little while and worked at uh, Sandpiper. So um, really looking forward to talking to them about what is happening uh, in their country. And it will be an interesting conversation when you think that these are three men who 
how if they were living in Ukraine today would not be allowed to leave Ukraine. They would be told to stand by because they may need to take up arms against the Russian military. So that's going to be an interesting conversation that comes your way tomorrow uh, morning at 11 a.m. I suspect it will be an emotional conversation as well. Uh, Border City Farmers Market is back today at the Lloydminster Service Sports Center. You can check that out. It runs from 11 to 4 o'clock. There's lots going on at the Service Sports Center today. It's good to see that things are kind of, you know, there's a volleyball tournament happening there today. Uh, there's kids playing on one of the uh, on one of the ice surfaces and stuff. Like it's just great to see stuff like getting busy again, and things will really start to get a lot more normal. Of course, as we know, coming up this week, and we'll find out more about Alberta and what Alberta is doing uh, today as well. Lloyd Mr. District Fishing Game Association holding a drive-through banquet on Sunday, March the 6th at the Lloyd X Grounds. You can enjoy wild boar, uh, roast beef with all the trimmings, and pickup will be between 4 and 7 p.m. This is another one of those great events that I've got to MC for years and years, and they always have such good food. So you can stop out at the Lloyd Mr. Exhibition and get tickets for $20. Uh, they're a little bit more if you get them at eventbrite.ca, uh, but they also have some great prizes that are going to be given away uh, courtesy of Wildside outdoors so if you've got questions call Dwayne at 780-808-6420 or once again eventbrite.ca or of course you can stop out at the Lloydminster Exhibition grounds and speaking of the Lloydminster Exhibition uh, I was the guy who drew the tried to draw the ace on Wednesday night had no luck with that so there was one person that was disappointed that I didn't draw the ace everybody else excited because it looks like the jackpot could reach around $100,000 this week. So that's life-changing money. And tickets are only $10 or 3 for 25, 8 for 50, or 20 for 100. E-transfer to Chase the Ace at uh, chasetheace at lloydxh.com. Tickets also available on the website, lloydxh.com. Of course, you can buy those in person as well. If you are going to e-transfer, which I think a lot of people do, uh, make sure you do so before midnight on Tuesday. But... That jackpot really, really growing now. The Border City Connects Play It Forward event is happening on April the 29th at the Lloydminster Civic Center, and they're still in need of hockey players. So if you'd like to help fundraise for a new van for Border City Connects, you can lace up the skates on one of four teams of 10 players. They already have their goalies, but you need to register before March the 1st, so you're running out of time there as well. Each player commits to fundraising $500, and uh, you'll play for, I guess, half the time. So you can look forward to playing for about six hours, but you do get some breaks so that's kind of nice uh the play it forward game happening at the civic center and of course there'll be multiple ways that you can uh, take part we'll be broadcasting that uh, fun event as well and uh, if you want more information uh, we had uh, aaron buckingham glenn fagnan on the show back on february the 10th told us all about what is happening with play it forward Got some snowmobile rallies coming up. Paradise Hill Snowmobile Rally is back on Saturday, March the 5th. So next Saturday, with approximately 75 kilometers of trail through the Bronson Forest. Uh, departure starts at 9 a.m. You can get registered online by visiting paradisehillcommunitycenter.com slash events. Registration is $25. And uh, you can call Neil for more information at 306-248-7668. Something else unique to the Paradise Hill Snowmobile Rally, they have a 50 
50-50. And 50-50 tickets are available on their uh, website as well. That's paradisehillcommunitycenter.com. And the Midwest Snow Kings are holding their third annual sled rally March the 12th at Marshall. Uh, registration from 9 to 11 a.m. at the Marshall Legion. The cost is $25. That includes your lunch. There's cash payouts for first, second, and third place with lots of door prizes. Uh, 780-205-1767. You want to call Reg if you have more if you need more information. Uh, the Moose Lodge is holding a crib tournament tomorrow. The doors open at 9 o'clock, and the start time for play is 10. Cost is $10. Lunch is also available. Uh, they hold crib tournaments each second Sunday of the month with cash payouts. And the Border City Rotary Club will be here on Tuesday. Uh, they're going to tell us about uh, the Irish Pub Night on March the 12th. It's the IPN Reboot along with PWM Steel and Garrett Gregory performing. Tickets are available for $55 at eventbrite.ca. Will this be the uh, fun event you're used to and uh, doing all the crazy stuff, the dancing and all that kind of stuff that uh, you're, you, you've become used to? And, you know, I was talking about the um, Cutter Rally being one of the first events that, uh, one of the last events that I was able to MC. This is one of the first events that was canceled because of uh, what was happening in back in 2020 as well. So great to see uh, Irish Pub Night back again fully. I mean, they held it last year, but it was a drive-through, never the same. And the Tent Guys are bringing back the Family Expo to the Lloydminster Exhibition, March 26th and 27th. Uh, great to see this event returning. They're going to hold this uh, in conjunction with the Lloydminster Collector Con, presented by Babs Gaming and Sports Cards. If you would like to become a vendor, call 780-872-3825. And I'm sure we'll have more information coming about the event uh, from uh, Pam uh, with the Tent Guys as that event gets closer and closer as well. Okay, Becca Lawrence is here we've got chelsea green here with uh, some big announcements about the new building for the lloydminster district spca when we come back here at the new lloydminster nissan at diamond seven meats we work with local farm families to provide a high quality product and a great selection for you try our mouth-watering smokies pulled pork roast beef and more made pure and natural with no additives or fillers we offer custom processing and our experienced team works for you to provide a selection of sausage burgers and jerkies made to your specifications Take your grilling to the next level with a Yoder Smoker. Complete the grilling experience with a Canadian-made, award-winning line of House of Q barbecue sauces. We're locally owned and operated, and we look forward to seeing you today. PWM Steel in Lloydminster is the key supplier and largest indoor inventory of steel between Edmonton and Saskatoon. Locally owned, PWM Steel offers a wide range of services from steel cutting and bending to custom sign and powder coating. PWM Steel uses aluminum products as well as new and recycled steel. Key supplier of steel products and services since 1982. Visit their website at pwmsteel.com. Local events, local advertising, 
to advertise on Live with Kurt Price, call 780-522-9433 or visit forgesmedia.com. Hey, welcome back once again inside the new Lloyd Minster Nissan on this uh, gorgeous Saturday. Got some great news, some big news uh, happening. Uh, Becca Lawrence, once again, is the Community Outreach Manager for the Lloyd Minster and District SPCA. And Chelsea Green is the President of the Lloyd Minster and District SPCA Board. And they are here today with a uh, big announcement. Uh, of course, the new building is coming. This has been something that has been... In Lloydminster lure for years and years. It goes back, I don't know how many years. People say, well, we're going to see a new building, going to have a new building. Yes. It, it, are you telling me, ladies, that the new building is a definite reality? Yes, absolutely. We, um, we purchased the building. Our contractors are in there currently doing demolition. And it's a reality soon to come. So we are very excited. How soon? How soon? We're hoping summer at the very latest that we'll be into the new building. Obviously, with COVID, there are a few delays on products and those sorts of things. But hopefully COVID is soon a thing of the past. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're hoping, yeah, for, for early summer at the very latest. How are you able to make this a reality? I, I mentioned that we've been trying to do this. Lloyd Minster's been trying to do this. The board has been trying to do this. The staff has wanted this for I don't know how long. How were you finally able to make this happen? We pretty much just took the leap. It's mm -hmm. been a long time coming. Um, I'm relatively new to Lloyd Minster. I've only been here for about two and a half years. And in my two and a half years I've been here, I've heard about how long the SPCA has been trying to get a new building. Uh, so when I joined the board, I think uh, that was a big priority for the, all the board members that were there as well as myself. So we pushed and we looked around a lot. We looked at the opportunity to build brand new. Uh, realistically, that was just not realistic. There was no way, especially in today's day and age with the prices of things. Um, it just wouldn't have happened for us. So we started kind of thinking outside the box. We did some research on other shelters. Um, Edmonton Arcs facility did a retrofit works great for them so that's something we decided to look into and we were able to find the right building for the right price that would fit our needs and give us some room to grow so do you get any help from anybody like does the city help you out with this or anything so currently we have two separate agreements with the city um, not for the current building but in general so we do have a pound keeper agreement with the city so they do fund the shelter quite well um, we are working on other municipal agreements as well which is uh, hopefully something soon to come so we have uh, better agreements in place just for the animals that come for outside the city um, but for operational costs and such not currently um, we're hoping that once we're in the building and know what our needs are that's something that we can address so where is the new building so our new building is located at 5206 63 street so it's actually the old nedco building down in the industrial area um, becca says we're hopping just yes. across the field <laughs> so it's not too too far from where we currently are but a lot uh, more easily accessible for members of the public to to swing by and take a visit can you give us um can you describe like the size of the building compared to what you have right now and what a difference this is like I, I guess i have two questions what's the size of the building yeah. and then how much more space does this uh, add for the spca yeah. 
I, I mean, I don't know your measurements, but it's a lot bigger. <laughs> we could fit quite a few of our current yeah. buildings into it. So the building that we purchased is actually approximately 10,000 square feet. Um, we do have a tenant in there currently that occupies 33% of the building and does cover our mortgage, which is great. Um, so, yeah, we have about just over 6,000 square feet to kind of give us what we need and yeah. I think it's the it's, you know we were talking about um, ventilation that's like my <laughs> my huge thing yeah. that I'm super excited about because each of these areas are going to be blocked off for each of the animals so we're not going to have to worry about any you know cross contamination things like that mm -hmm. so this space it provides a huge opportunity for us to house our animals safely well, I think, you know, anybody who's been to mm -hmm. the current SPCA yeah. realizes that there's ventilation problems there yes. right from the start. I mean, mm -hmm. it's basically an echo trailer. Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, what about uh, for uh, field? For, like, you you have some dogs that are outside as well. Mm -hmm. You have some space outside. Do you need to have space outside, and does this give you some if you need it? Yeah, I think it's, you know, like it's not obviously what we have right now, which is really nice, but you know, it's, it's, we're still going to have that space outside for these animals because especially for the dogs, it's nice for them to get out and be able to stretch their legs a little bit. It's fenced off so they can stay where they're supposed to stay, but, uh, but yeah, and you know, they, they need that fresh air and to be able to stretch their legs when they go outside for the day, but, or for, you know, a little portion of the day, but, uh, but yeah, they are able to go outside. What? What changes happen inside the building? How different will it be um, for the staff, for cleaning mm. purposes, for things like that? Yeah. Just how, I guess, how excited is this? Like, it must oh. be really excited. <laughs> Beyond excited, yeah. You know, we were kind of looking at the plans, and Chelsea was explaining some things to me, but, like, each area is going to have, like, their own kind of hose area, so you can just, you, again, you don't have to drag this hose all over, you know, the shelter getting caught on all of our old <laughs> chain link and things like yeah. that. But it's, it's going to be so nice just, you know, to have all those separate areas and... Yeah, and obviously a lot cleaner. You know, it's not from 1966 like the current one is yeah. from. So it's it'll just, have a roof. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. doesn't fall <laughs> it in. Doesn't leak. Yeah, the insulation's where it should be. Yeah, yeah the floors won't be concrete, <laughs> yeah. which is the biggest thing. Because right now our flooring in our current building is concrete, which mm -hmm. people usually think is is good, but um, it's very porous. Mm -hmm. So it's very difficult to clean those areas. So Craftex um, was able to get us. Uh, good deal through Midwest Flooring, um, and yeah, so we'll have vet grade flooring, yeah. easy to clean, easy to maintain, a lot better for the staff and the animals. That's interesting to say that because I just thought it was so easy just to bring in a hose and yeah. hose down the the cement and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But yeah. um, you have some sponsorship opportunities. Tell us about the sponsorship mm -hmm. opportunities. Yeah, we do. So hopefully next week we'll have everything kind of sent out to the public. Um, but our current building, as Becca mentioned, doesn't really have many opportunities mm -hmm. because it's essentially one big echo trailer. Um, but our new building, we will have individual rooms. Um, so we are hoping to have the room sponsored uh, by individuals or companies who would like to have their name, logo placed on that room, uh, whether that be for a five, three-year term, however mm -hmm. they want to do it. Um, the sponsorship opportunities that we're hoping to do is kind of planning for the future. Um, for so long, I think uh, the shelter and the board and all the staff have kind of been in maintenance mode, mm -hmm. um, which is 
we've kind of had no choice but to be in maintenance mode. Mm -hmm. We need to mm -hmm. serve the community. We need to make sure that the animals have what they need. But thinking long term, we want to plan for now for a new building as well as making this building last. So, yeah. So, uh, how is the SPCA doing right now? How are your how's your animal situation right now? It's good. I mean, you know, last week, if you maybe seen it on Facebook, there we had Did. someone drop off four cats outside. So one was in a garbage can. Yeah, one was in a garbage can. Yeah. So it, it's one of those things. You know, when we tell the public we're full, like we're not we're not lying you know it's, it's one of those things where you know we're trying to keep these animals in their observation area when they first come in so you know they can get vaccinated and all the proper medical needs before they're moved out to the floor because as you may know as well too back in November we had the Panluke outbreak so and majority you know like many of our animals they died because of it so you know it's it's one of those things where you know when we say we're full you know th with these four cats we had to set crates up and things like that so we have to it's it gets full really fast <laughs> so right now you know we're, we're making do with what we have and we have tons of fosters that really help us out so we have mama cats that are you know all had to get shipped out to foster and so we we make it work with what we have like we always have but uh yeah we're currently full <laughs> how do you support the spca how can people go about supporting the SPCA. Oh gosh, you know, like even down to like just donating food, you know, I, th I feel like every week we're putting out there that we need wet cat food. You know, this time of year we don't typically have a lot of kittens, but I don't know if it was just a weird, <laughs> a weird time for cats as well too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're just loaded on kittens right now, so we go through that quite quickly. But obviously the monetary donations are a huge help for us as well. Um, but really anything, like even you can sponsor an adoption and help that animal find a home faster or, you know, you know, donate to our sick and injured animal fund. We just had a cat come in the other day that needed an amputation. So it comes out of that fund. But anything like that, like all of our don donation uh, options are all on our website as well, too. Any fundraisers coming up you'd, you'd want to mention? Yeah, like we, we are actually going to be attending that um, collector con with the tent guys as well too, uh, with Babs Gaming and Sports Cards. And so they're going to be fundraising for us at that point. Um, we're probably going to try and plan our our tattoo fundraiser with marked up tattoos here again too. So hopefully hopefully that pans out. Um, yeah, and we're even going to team up with Spiro's next month for a pizza fundraiser. So yeah, we, we try to do the little fundraisers. Not much obviously we can do in shelter, but... We're trying to, you know, now that things are lightening up again, we can finally get back out into the community. There's a group in Lloydminster called House of Paws. Yeah. They, they do some fundraising, and they are fundraising for some sort of shelter. Mm -hmm. Have you reached out to them, or have they reached out to you? Uh, I can kind of speak to that. Um, we have spoken to House of Paws uh, quite a bit over the last little bit. Um, as most people know, House of Paws did fund the SPC for quite some time. Um, we are extremely grateful for them. Um, they've funded our operations for longer than I've been around, for yeah, sure, yeah. Um, with their dinner theater. Um, so with our new building, uh, House of Paws has publicly announced that they want to gear towards the capital cam campaign of things and make sure that it's a capital investment that they are putting their money into. Um, so in the near future, we will be getting a proposal ready, submitting to House of Paws, and uh, hoping that it's something that they want to donate to. Well, this is really, really exciting. I mean, I can't imagine how exciting the staff <laughs> is. And you yeah. mentioned just taking the leap now to do that. Just, But having a renter in there to pay your, your mortgage already... 
Um, Chelsea, coming in from the outside and looking at it, were you, were you shocked that they didn't have the ability to do this earlier? I was at first. Um, when I first started, I, I don't think I could fully understand why it's taken so long. Um, but with being a nonprofit and having a board of volunteers, um, I've learned over the last few months, it's exhausting. Everybody has a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a family, uh, shelter operations. I mean, in the shelter world, there's always something. Like, no day is the same. There's always some kind of <laughs> anomaly that happens. There's always <laughs> chaos. So it's easy to be pulled away yeah. from those long-term goals. And obviously, financially, for nonprofits, it's hard to get those funds. It's hard to make a huge investment like that. And I think that over the last few years, there absolutely hasn't been some great planning. But I think over the last year, we've shifted gears and we've managed to kind of focus our attention on that and say, you know what, like, we have to trust our staff. You guys need to focus on the shelter. If something comes up, you really need us, let us know. But if we want to have a shelter in Lloydminster and we want to focus on our community and have more community involvement, we need to get it together. So for me, I think like at first coming in, I was like, why don't we have this already? Mm -hmm. Like, how is this our shelter? Um, But then I quickly learned that, you know, finances, (laughs) effort, time, it it takes a lot, but we finally made it happen and I am very excited. And I've only been on the board for, just over a year now and I'm very excited so I can't Mm -hmm. imagine how excited Becca is. She's been with the shelter for nine years and when I told her we were getting a new building she looked at me like I'll believe it when I see it and I was like I don't blame you. I don't blame you one bit. I said I will I will bring you when I have the keys and that's exactly what I did. Yeah 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 Yeah. right when we first got it yeah Yeah. so you could always picture what it's going to go on to because yeah right when I when I first first started at the SPCA was the last time we were going to be, you know, breaking ground and this and that, and then it fell through. So it's a, uh, yeah. Well, I think that's the thing is <laughs> you, you, you've seen a lot of stuff yeah. come and go. Mm-hmm. Like, like we always heard rumors, oh, it's going here, it's yeah. going there. And it's, yeah. it's going to be a brand new building and, mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. So yeah. it's great to hear, you know, to, to see something yeah. tangible, right? Absolutely. To actually and see it happen. So. When we talked about it as a board and with staff, we kind of said, you know, we are not telling anybody <laughs> a thing until we have the keys yeah. and we have a contractor. Because everybody was so excited. They were like, oh, we have to let the community know. We want people to get involved. And I was like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> Not until this is official because it's <laughs> happened too many times. And I, yeah. we really didn't want it to, to go that course again. Because you never know what could happen, right? But mm-hmm. now we're in the thick of things. So it's happening. Yes. Will a new building make fundraising easier too? Like, Because w- it so. kind of changes the narrative, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because we were kind of talking about it yesterday. You know, people, and, and to no fault of their own, you know, you come into the shelter and you're like, is it a bit of a, a money pit? You know, there's not mm-hmm, much mm-hmm. to it. And, you know, it's, you want to help as much as you can. But, yeah, you kind of look at it and you're like, oh, like, <laughs> they yeah. need something else. And, and, you know, again, like going back to when I first started, I think people are still talking about it now where they're like, when are you getting a new building and this and that? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> but, it really will so change the narrative. Yeah. So I really yeah. think it's going to be a lot, a big positive thing for the community to see. And I think that'll really boost up everybody wanting to help a little bit more. Is the next big thing, uh, Chelsea, getting those agreements in place with surrounding communities done? 
Yes, so over the next little bit we have some work to do for sure. It's very exciting we have a new building, but there's still a lot to do. Um, we do want to get those sponsors in place. Uh, we'd like to get some donations in place, people who want to contribute specifically to the building project. And then um, our next big leap is is for those municipality agreements because um, like I said the city of Lloyd does fund us quite well uh, we have a pound keeper agreement with them and we'd like to get something similar in place with everyone else surrounding us as well because we are heavily funded by not just the city of Lloyd but the residents here mm -hmm. are our main contributors quite quite often mm -hmm. um, so it'll make a huge difference and yeah. will a new larger building also mean that you're gonna need more staff that's a question mark right now. I yeah. think Becca and I had the conversation. Um, it is a larger building, but it's going to provide for um, a lot more efficiencies for staff. So things should go quicker. Right now it is right. That's kind a good of, point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of chaotic right now in our current building, but although the new building will be bigger, it'll be a lot more efficient yeah. and it'll make it a lot easier in this new building for Becca to train volunteers yeah. to get them in there and do orientation. Cause like she said, it's, it's not so daunting. She can bring in a group of people and have the proper space to train them all. And yeah. we can have them clean up front right now. Nobody wants to clean our kennels at our current shelter. So that's a really good point. Actually, yeah. it really is. And cleaning will be so much easier. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you absolutely. actually feel like you're cleaning something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is there anything I'm forgetting ladies, anything I'm forgetting to ask you about the new shelter or anything you want to mention yeah. about what is happening with the Lloydminster yeah. district SPCA currently? The only additional thing I think I would mention is just that our new building will provide uh, for a lot more space for the donor recognition pieces. Yeah. So currently we don't really have the space, the wall, mm -hmm. the area per se for proper donor recognition. Yeah. So our new building will have the donor recognition wall. If you donate to the shelter, you'll have a plaque on the wall or your name will be somewhere in the shelter. So I think that's a big thing because mm -hmm. we have a lot of people who contribute to the SPCA currently. And for so long, I don't think that we've given them the recognition that they truly deserve just yeah. because being stuck in maintenance mode, we're stuck in this routine trying to keep up with what's going on and such limited space that our new building will make a huge difference for that. Yeah, just showing appreciation. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Thank you, ladies. Yeah. Thank you for a having new us. new building for the SP. Oh. Uh, like, I, I didn't think I'd see it in my lifetime. No. I, personally, I was feeling that way in the first few months. I was like, I don't know what I got myself into. Yeah, but it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. This is like, this is the best news. Mm -hmm. It really is fantastic yeah. news. Thank you again. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. And uh, once again, uh, broadcast tomorrow morning right here from the new Lloydminster Nissan. Uh, we will talk to some Lloydminster residents, some immigrants from Ukraine will talk to us about what is happening with their families still in Ukraine tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. right here from the new Lloydminster Nissan.